Hey everyone, Jay here. I just wanted to say that we've got some really cool artwork for this episode, so you're going to want to click through to the show notes to check out the full version of the image, which we'll be showing in your podcatcher right now. Our thanks go out to Yuri Keynes on Twitter for working with us to create this piece of art. Anyway, on with the show. Right, so I got the email, mm. and I have some notes that you asked me to prepare for mm. ideas for the podcast. Mm. Um, took quite an extensive uh, trip to local areas and uh, like stuff from my notes from work and, and things mm. to try and make sure that I had some really good and fresh ideas and listened yeah. to loads of episodes of the podcast mm. um, and some of those um, what was that other podcast you told me to listen to to, to make sure I got oh, some of those yeah I get it yeah, yeah, yeah those guys yeah because yeah, you said that it'd be good to get some ideas from them yeah um, did, did, you said inspired by right? yeah that's not, it, right, yeah. not stolen inspired by right I've got yeah, that right cool and, and I've got them all here now so um, I like that I, I yeah I, I, I wrote them all up last night at about two in the morning so yeah yeah hopefully yeah exactly and then I'll come straight here first thing so legacy bucket yeah and that one it might be a bit too late I thought you'd one. like that one though yeah oh. but yeah I like squidges it's a little too late for that one. what do you think squidge ah oh, not that nice put all life in I'll stick this on the fridge yeah I oh, the Welcome to another episode of the Waffling Tailors Podcast. Woo! Whoop! Woo! Woo! Whoopage. There Whoopage. it is. Indeed. Uh, that, yes. So um, <laughs> we we are the Waffling Tailors. So I am one of your hosts, Jay. And with me, as always, except for the one or two episodes when he isn't here, it's Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. Hashtag hello, Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. Hello, Squidgy. Squidgy. Hello, my friend. And obviously, as you can tell from the intro and from the Hello Squidgy just then, we are joined by the. That's right, Genghis Khan. That's right, Genghis Khan is here today. <laughs> I have three. I have many names. Um, <laughs> some of them I go by, and some of them I don't. Uh, they're just words to, to, to avoid be uh, watch lists. And, and sometimes I just respond to those words that people say into the air, at like some sort of weird Beetlejuice. No, actually, I think it's more like a, an incompetent Spider-Man. And I think that's my brand there is incompetent Spider Man. So that's that's what we shall <laughs> that's what we should call me. Hi, I'm B. Would weird Beetlejuice Has, has, hashtag be... incompetent Spider Man. Yes. Would weird Beetlejuice be Wheatlejuice? Wheat Wheatlejuice. Or is that more? No, that's, that's 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 toilet training. I mean, I think I think it'd be Beetlejuice, and it'd be like a mixture of Beetlejuice and Jeremy Beetle, <laughs> just like appearing out of nowhere. Watch out, I think I, that reference may have gone over everybody's heads. No, I yeah. got it. I got it. It's just like, yeah. Anyway, right, moving on. Moving quickly um, on. So, yes. So, this is the Waffle and Taylor's podcast. As you can tell, we talk generally talk nonsense. Um, and we talk about some of the video games we've been playing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, usually, what we do for people who are new to the show is we go around the, the sort of virtual room and we talk about the games we've been playing and sort of all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, I thought maybe we could start with either... The bee or Squidgy today, so because the bee is our uh, honoured guest... We'll start with me. 
Yeah, no, we'll start, start with, with me. Start with me. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with uh, we're going to start with the B today. So B, what have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of Dragon Quest Builders Two. It's for the, both the Switch and PlayStation Four. Anyone who regularly uh, listens to my appearances on this podcast probably wants to count that Nintendo Switch reference. But I actually got it on the PlayStation Four, so you know, Hallelujah, B's turned the corner and is now. Suddenly, well, no, I'm not against Nintendo Switch because Nintendo Switch is awesome. But that's three, yeah, just keep 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 the counter going and just like a little ding every time it comes up. That's uh, it. <laughs> just make more work for your editing. No, but honestly, um, it's basically you know as as it sounds, it is a cross between Dragon Quest, uh, the RPG series, and Minecraft, and it is really really good. Now, you know, full disclosure, I never played the first one. I'd heard a lot of good things about it, and thought. Yeah, pretty sounds pretty cool, um, but then you know, never actually gotten around. One of those things I'd never got around because I, I wasn't really into Dragon Quest mm. as a series, generally speaking. Um, I recognised it and everything, but just yeah, the, the last one I bought I think was for the Game Boy Advance back in goodness knows what year. Um, but this Builders one, yeah, it's a, it's if you like those sort of creative games, the best thing about it is that it gives you like a proper path and like a story behind what you're doing so it kind of gives you this sort of structured direction of how to proceed so especially for i mean i'm not saying i'm not creative at all because you you kind of have to be a little bit but i think that i work well with that sort of structure and like here's a goal to aim for Mm. because some of similar games like tip to area and they're like uh those those I, i like playing those because they have like these like goals you can aim for and that sort of structure and uh, a progression system mm. to use a bit of, a, of an inside baseball term. You get your, like that almost that dopamine hit of here's something you need to do, check off your list. But you can do that within those, pro- uh, as, long as, as long as you hit that goal, you can do whatever you want in those parameters. Yeah. Um, and I, I really enjoy that sort of, yeah, you, you've got that mixture of being creative with stuff and then still meeting a goal. And the structure of it with, with the whole, You've basically, without going too into too many spoilerific details, you basically have your home island called the Island of Awakening, and then you've got your hub worlds that come off that, and you kind of do these hub worlds, which are kind of the single player story, where you then will learn certain things and how to build things, and then you can take that back to the Isle of Awakening, and that that's like your creative space to get properly creative and do what you want. And I really enjoy that. Um, that structure is works really well as it progressively introduce you to these new concepts new building materials new things to to sort of increase because because you have this like currency which is gratitude uh, in hearts and the, when you build stuff for your villages and stuff you get hearts from it and that, that, that's a sort of expanding on minecraft you know how you don't just building things for yourself you have this whole almost community to to build and raise and help you make this uh, you're paid in Gratitude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it too hard, it does come across too hard. Very dodgy. Yes. <laughs> Family shop. Is it a tiny town? This lady gives you care. What does she do in there? Exactly. That is. The... First one's not like that though. The first one's no. more open-ended. So you start off, and then mm. it sort of says, "Here's a hammer. Great. Um, go, 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 do this. Right. And it goes, you're under attack. Go defend yourself. Right. And it goes, there's a portal. That's literally it. <laughs> so I, I took my time. I went through a portal. I figured out where I was supposed to go. I made markers. And I found this castle. <clears throat> so I spent a good three days dismantling the castle, bringing it back to my home base, and 
reassembling the castle on my own base. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I just, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just spent more time doing that, really. Well, something that Dragon Quest Builders 2 does pretty well is these things called blueprints. So sometimes you'll get these quests to build specific things and quite grandiose structures. And rather than necessarily having to completely make them out of your head, because there are obviously certain rules that you've got to follow for a building to... If it meets those requirements, then it becomes that building, so, mm. so, so to speak. Um, you get these blueprints, which you can then use to build things in a specific way. Now, the handy thing is, depending on the part of the, of, of the mission that you're up to, you can also... The AI um, village and stuff will help building stuff, so all you have to do is put the resources in those points. And those blueprints... Once you've done the story and stuff, you can then take them back to your island and you can recreate those buildings on your custom island. So that's like really handy if you like, you know, you want a certain thing, but you're just not feeling particularly, or well, I mean, I say not feeling particularly creative. You can have that thing where you build that thing and then you expand on it and you make it better and make it, give it your own twist and your own little flair and design. Uh, so what you're trying to sell us is on your small island, now you've got a, a like for like model replica of Heathrow Airport. I mean, I wouldn't quite say Heathrow, but maybe like uh, a swimming bath. Yes. Uh, Heathrow Airport would be. You can't land cool. a plane in a swimming bath. I mean, you can try. You I think. tell that to the bloke who landed the plane on the Hudson River. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Scu- Scully, wasn't it? Yeah. And once again, it's Cock and Scully save the day. You didn't do anything. It was all Scully. We're a package deal. Everyone knows that. Tom Hanks movie. Oh, jeez. I have no idea what's going on. That's um, the one. It's a movie. It's based on real based events. Based on real events. So, yeah. So is The Exorcist. True. Yeah. Yes, uh, well, yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, I, I yeah. can't imagine an exorcist landing a plane in a swimming pool. That, that, that's that's <laughs> that's that's a plot for a good movie. That. Weirdly, so is the entire the entire Conjuring universe is apparently based on a real couple. Yeah, um, Annabelle Warrens. and all that. Yeah, yeah the Warrens. Just like, so what was that's saying? Hell of, is, hell of a tangent there. That wasn't was. It? Well, I mean, tangents are what we do best here, isn't it? On the, on the oh, in that cute, it says we. He feels like he's one of the crew. Oh. I just meant our episodes. I, think <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you Aww. do. I don't know. I don't Isn't that cute? <laughs> Look, you've already thrown away my ideas once this episode. <laughs> I, I, I know my place. So has it just been Dragon Quest Builders that you've been playing? Not the only thing I've been playing. Um, I've been playing also, again, on a similar theme, actually, in creating and stuff. Um, and yes, if you've got your counters out, get the switch counters out, whatever. Um, Super Mario Maker 2. Because, yes. of course, Super Mario Maker 2. Um, I didn't play the first game because I didn't have a Wii U. Nobody did, except Stumpy. <laughs> the, one, of the, one of the three owners of a Wii U. Uh, four. Four, sorry. Now three. Now it's four at the time. Uh, did one of them <laughs> die again? No, I think they must have traded it in for something like a Cadbury's Cream Egg or something. Well, you know. Cameras cream eggs. You've got. You've, you've I mean, got a. I mean, what happened was after a while, Netflix stopped supporting it. So what was reason? I mean, that's one? yeah. Amazon Prime support's just gone this week. Seriously, um, dude. When they dropped, uh, when Netflix dropped support for the Wii, that was it. That was game yeah, over for me. Yeah, Wii just Because I was like, that was literally what I was using it for. <laughs> <laughs> and another slightly uh, tangential thing. I was on holiday recently in Wales, and we found uh, a Wii in the back cupboard, and I was like, oh yeah, awesome, and got out and everything. And then, oh, there's a Wii balance board, and got the Wii balance board. And you broke it? No, no, the uh, batteries had leaked into the thing, so it was a write-off, <laughs> basically. It's like, oh, no fair. You had a battery-powered Wii? No, the balance board. The board oh, right. Yeah, the balance yeah, the board was battery-powered. Yeah. The Wii was still working, just about. And the Wii worked. Yeah. We had a working Wii. 
We had wee woo wee woo wee woo. Exactly. Um, so yes, yeah, Super Mario Maker two. <laughs> let's bring this. Tr- uh, <laughs> let's let's bring this car back onto the motorway, like heavily turning. Uh, yes, it's. I mean, it's Mario Maker. There's not really. I said. I said. There's not really much to say, but at the same time, it's obvious from the title. You're making your own Mario levels, and you can pick from like Super Mario on the snares theme, uh, Super Mario three World three. Uh, what's the other one? Another one, and then new for this one, Super Mario 3D World, where you can make 3D-esque things. You're mainly making 2D worlds. But um, yeah, it's very interesting just looking at, even if you don't make many levels, it is interesting looking at a lot of the levels that community make, and they make some absolutely insane creations. And mm. um, the stuff like auto-running ones, the speed-running ones, there's ones that look like impossible challenges. And it's it's a weird game in that it, there's as much fun in looking what the community have made with all the tools available to them as there is in actually making your own levels and uploading them to, to the uh, Nintendo-verse thing. What? Whatever they call it, I don't even know what they call it. Honestly, the build world um, or whatever they call it to, to get the, your, your levels from. There's also a cool single player where um, it teaches you the sort of main fundamentals of building your level through this story where you're rebuilding Peach's castle, and that's quite fun. Where you you, you get to learn about the different items and the different like blocks and components of a level in order to make your levels better. And then there's also this full sort of set of lessons, which are mainly just videos to watch, as it were, of, of a conversation between a pigeon and and the pigeon's a teacher, because Nintendo, watch Nintendo. Um, and uh, and it takes you some like really high, I won't say high level concepts, but like very game designer concepts that you for a game that you know ostensibly lets everyone make their own levels, but it takes you like you know, making a, a level that's fair and making it balanced. How about challenge and um, the risk reward mechanics and stuff like that? Mm. Is it goes into some really impressively detailed stuff, especially coming from someone who has studied a games design course at university. I was very impressed with the level of of detail that the tutorial does actually go into for for budding level designers. So, so let me get this straight: the main story is you're rebuilding Peachy Castle. Yes, because it got blown up by uh, an undo dog. Gesundheit. What an, an undo dog? Yes, it got it gets blown up by an undo dog. At the start of the of the, uh, is that sorry. like an Australian Bowser? Nope, it's the sure dog that's... that lets you undo. But it's called an und un... Is it called an undog or just an undo dog? I think it's undo dog. <laughs> undo dog. An undo so, dog. So the main story is the, the, the there could be a section of the main story where you're rebuilding Peach's dungeons. Precisely, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, not to make any sort of more euphemisms out of that than there needs to be, but I can clearly see you thinking of them. Well, there's chains in there somewhere. You are, about that. You are re- well, yes. You are rebuilding her chambers from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So I waited for him to drink there just to make sure that I'd get the right amount of spittage when Didn't saying, work. I mean, you know. Didn't I mean, I don't want to destroy the equipment. Come on. No, I, you I, don't. I have decorum. You really don't. I, I have decorum in a wallet that doesn't want to be paying for your podcast equipment. I'm pretty sure The Undo Dogs is, a, is an album title by the B-52s, you know. Well, it might well be. <laughs> anyway, um, so are those the only two games you've been playing me? Oh, gosh, no, of course not. I've oh, been really playing good. so much. <laughs> it's like, how many do you want me to talk about? Um, let me think, what else have I been playing? I've also been playing Cooking Simulator on Steam, on PC, which, I mean, is one of those games. It's weird that the Steam has a lot of these simulator games. 
And they all have a kind of similar sort of thing where... They simulate get, something. Yeah, well... They're, 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy Bleeding Clarkson. <laughs> it comes Captain Obvious. No, they simulate something, but they're not like necessarily a hardcore simulation in the sense of <laughs> everything has to be precise. But cooking simulator is really quite fun. Like you, um, you get a kitchen, and as you go, you upgrade yourself. You, you stick that in the pot first. Yeah, kitchen, you stick the kitchen yeah. in the pot, and then you cook the kitchen, and then eventually <laughs> that forms a black hole that sucks everyone in, including Gordon Ramsay, and then uh, the end of the universe, and that's the entire game. And then well, that's that's the um, that's tonight sorted. I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. Exactly. Um, but yes, now cook- that <laughs> is a, a number one. I was going to say, that is a song by Lionel Richie, isn't it? What? But this, that whole bit. Black hole kitchen, on a Sunday morning. Put the kitchen in the black hole, and then you get Gordon Ramsay. That's tonight's song, what about tomorrow? I'm sure that's a... I mean, that just sounds like some weird jazz piece from the 1940s or something. Jazz fever It's the fever that you get from too much jazz. Jazz. <laughs> jazz hands. Um, but yes, cooking simulator. <laughs> you get to your, you're running a restaurant, so you get to like these. That's going quickly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get you get these recipes that you have to follow. Um, you buy the ingredients. You chop up your ingredients, and then you have to put them in a blend. You have to use a blender, or you use the mixer. You put the water in the pans, and you've got to measure out the amount of liquid you're putting in from the water or the soup or whatever. Yeah. Uh, then you also have to slice the vegetables in the correct manner as well, and you get marked and all this. And then you set, uh, cook the things for however long they need to be cooked. Or if you want to, and it's also obviously an option is use the physics and the, and the things that you've got to just mess about in the kitchen and do what you want. So if you want to start a fire by seeing how many pans you can fit into the oven and then turn the oven on, you do that. That's, you did that, that's didn't you? to you. Maybe. Cannot confirm or deny. Quite possibly, yes. Uh, also, you, yeah, you've got the, um, the... The recipes get more difficult as you go along and obviously earn more money. And then you also get food critics occasionally coming in. And when they come in, you've got to, like, especially get those can, can, can you interact with them right? when you're just stuck in the kitchen you are always stuck in the kitchen you can't oh. directly interact with them once you've done your order you place on the serving dish and you press a button does, 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 does anyone come into the kitchen at all? no no it's, it's right, just because a child is compunctioned hit him with a frying pan to yeah. see if you get that clanging sound but you can break plates as you're uh, you fling them at the food critics you can, ah! you, you can actually fling there's a dartboard that you can fling knives at if you want to do that is that the Greek celebration mod <laughs> exactly. Just, I mean, it's, it's obviously in your best interest not to, because yes, you do get charged. You have like a set budget, and you will get charged for. Wow, microtransactions have like gone through the roof now, haven't they? <laughs> Don't play it no more. Just like yeah, just spend real money on getting. No, there's no real money uh, transactions, so you're absolutely fine there. But I'm gonna say that would absolutely completely ruin people well I, I can honestly say I don't think I'll ever play that because you know it's it's a cooking simulator and you think oh just do bits and bobs no you're in a you're in a, a kitchen in a restaurant that escalates quickly I just wanted to fry an egg it's yeah it's like it gets stressful but in a fun way it's that sort of yeah have you ever played root beer tapper tapper the, the famous game tapper it's because it's very similar to that but you're um, you, tapper was that game where you've got five bars and you've got to get beer to each person as the order comes along Fling it along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they mentioned it in um, Wreck It Ralph, wasn't it? Yeah, similar thing. Yeah. Exactly. It's a classic. Never game played tapper, it, yeah. but I've seen it. I think it was called Tapper in Europe and Root Beer Tapper in America because they didn't 
uh, they went on to alcohol and now it's known as root beer tapper because they don't want to think it out. Because reasons. Yeah, so alcohol. what I'll point out is that there was an arcade cabinet of that yeah. at Arcade Club in Leeds when we went. We just didn't play it. Yeah. Did I miss it? Yeah, you missed it. No. But that's fine. But yeah, so Give top tip. excuse to go back. Yeah, exactly. Top tip, if you want to go and play tapper or root beer tapper as it's now known, um, go to Arcade Club in Leeds. Also, nice. Arcade Club in Leeds, I'm number two on the leaderboard on there. What was it? All one, the games one, you one played, wasn't it? What was it? It was um, Tempest, wasn't it? Yeah. Got number Tempest two on the leaderboard, yeah, yeah. man. Nice. Roller. A roller. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I say, it's got that sort of a similar sort of feel to Tapper in terms of uh, what, what you're doing, but obviously you're making entire dishes and you can take photos of it as well. Like the, the food's not like hyper realistic, as it were, but is it, it like looks photos cool. in game or are you talking people just kind of grab the phone to take a picture and look what game. I created on, and put it on Instagram? Yeah. Hashtag cooking simulator. Hashtag I played a game just now. Hashtag game again. Posting it from my game. Hashtag <laughs> plate. Hashtag knife. Hashtag fork. Hashtag, I'm wasting my time with these. Hashtag, regret. hashtag, hashtag regret. Ampersand. ampersand. Hashtag ampersand. Ampersand hashtag. Ampersand, I'm using ampersand instead of hashtag. And that's how you break your phone. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you're on your false phone. Exactly. But that's, I found that, uh, like you said, the, the the simulator games, there are hundreds of them. There's PC building simulator. That's actually so you quite good. Literally, you buy the bits yeah. and then you have to plug it all together yourself, which is... Interesting. There's car mechanic simulator. Um, Karma simulator. There's S- simulator simulator. Bakery simulator, which also includes, uh, which I'm looking at probably getting next, because that also includes a bit where you have to deliver the bread to the neighbourhood. <laughs> no, no. When you've baked it. You can't do bakery simulator because there's, there's a chance that you make cakes, and if you make it, you can't eat it. Yeah, well, it's a similar. With this I mean, game, you can really. lick the screen, but it's frowned upon yeah, in public places. Some, some of those yeah. dishes, some of the dishes you make in cooking simulator. Look very nice, but yeah. Has it aged you to actually cook in real life? Oh well, no, but that's not really an issue of the game. It's more an issue of my circumstances at the moment, rather than anything else, yeah. of not having the space to cook. So <laughs> I was going to say, right? Is the it seems, a small campfire like, in your room? Mm. It seems like an extension of the uh, the Dylan Moran joke about watching the the TV show where they're doing all the cooking and they yeah. are sitting around dipping bread, taking bread from the bag and dipping it in anything runnier than bread. Exactly. And you're just like sticking Tonight, a curry in the microwave. We'll, we will eat something that has two colours in it. Exactly. Enough, there is a microwave in the game, but I think you get points docked for using it. But I, well, well, I, you I, can I, use it if you care. It's not called a microwave. It's not even called a microding. Some of that I did get off an episode of um, Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares because I like him yelling at people. The place that he went to, everything was microwaved. And they all call it Chef Mike. <laughs> so I call it Chef Mike now. Just because yeah. people go, Mike, you, you know a guy called Mike? Yeah, Chef Mike. He dings and everything. Hey? So my question is, the the simulator series of games, is there a podcasting simulator? And if not, why don't we create one before the arcade attack guys create one? Gotta be next, isn't it? Yeah, have, it is. have you just seen Twitter that beat you to it? <sighs> not again. We're bugged. Well, we're bugged us somehow. Someone's leaking all of this information to him as we're recording. Stop looking under the table at my hands. I'm not my my phone. I'm just looking at my show notes on my phone. I say he's what he's doing is he's typing without looking. How do you spell arcade? How do you spell egg? R K E D E, right? I've written J Q P S. Close enough. Yeah, I'll do. He, he does internet writing stuff for a living, folks. I just thought I might add. 
So before we move on to what our squid's been playing, I just thought we because I'd like to publicly announce and congratulate the B on his recent slight change in employment. It's, it's just not, a current temporary gig at the moment. Yeah, but so. it's, it's not really like a what is it? What's the word I'm thinking for? Not driving, not milking a cow. Not, um, not comparing the weight of two pineapples. That's it. I'm not. Not a, a promotion, is it? It's just like a slightly just a sideways. Gig. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just it's, like it's a, a new. Gig. I'm a freelance writer, and it's yeah. a sideways gig. But my new my new gig currently, I, I'll be providing news for the Xbox achievements and PlayStation trophies website for Rosario Network for the next few weeks. So you know, if you would like to see some of my writing then on the news side of things then yes go and have a look at those websites they're very good just just be wary that he does invent games yes there is that we won't go into that but he does invent games so i'll also point out that obviously that work is slightly more serious than yes. this podcast so i mean it's supposed slightly. to be serious but i do write a lot of puns so if you like really bad puns and really bad jokes then one one story i wrote this week which i was very proud of was that the publisher Big Ben Interactive has acquired RPG developer Spiders, so I put as a subheading. Presumably, they use a giant glass. You have to wait till next week because I don't have a tumbleweed in there delivered till then. I can throw some at you in the meantime. I was going to say, wouldn't that be the joke of the tumbleweed that it is late? That you're all like, oh, you see, that's what I would love to see, right? Some kind of joke, right? And everybody, like, somebody tells the joke, like, what happened there? Somebody tells a joke, right? And everyone, no one even groans. They all think that's just so bad. They all rush to the window to watch the tumbleweed go by, and it doesn't go by because it's late or something. No, okay, I carry on. Right, so the door's behind me. You got to get through me to get out. We'll, we'll edit that later. <laughs> What's this? We? I mean, you guys will edit that later. So, Squidge, what's what this? You? <laughs> what have you been playing, dude? Yeah. Is that you? <laughs> I said gaggling. That'll be the dog outside. That's a dog, in it? It's the undo dog. We're under, <laughs> the undo we're dog. under attack from the undo dog. <laughs> the undo dog did a doo-doo in the uh, park. I, I was going to go somewhere with that. and, and Clearly, the bee is... Um, Guys, um, please write your jokes and don't try to improvise until you've had a bit of experience under your belt. That's or at least a half advise. a week. Oh, that, that helps. Or you could always do what the Americans do, is if you're going to improvise a joke and you know it's not going to go anywhere, just shout it really loudly. Or laugh at your own jokes, I'll be upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, Scrooge, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> I feel slightly uncomfortable now. As you should do always. Two things, really. I've, I've, been, I've rediscovered Hyrule Warriors, a definitive, definitive edition. I'm not going to say what on, because we all know what it's on. I don't want to start another counter. Okay. Um, and I got so far into it before, and I recently picked it up again and like played until three, four o'clock in the morning on it again. And but I'll just point out, you work the graveyard shift, so playing until three, four o'clock in the morning is like when you get home from work and then play it for like two or three hours. Mm. I don't want people to think that you're playing it from like five o'clock at night all the way through until eight o'clock in the morning. Unless, of course, that is what you're doing as well. That is what you're doing as well. Fantastic. Okay. So you've been playing Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition until seven o'clock in the morning. Mm. So what's the difference between Hyrule Warriors and Hyrule Warriors the Definitive Edition? Definitive Edition is all the DLC packs thrown in as well. Oh, I see. So a deluxe edition. Basically. So rather than having to buy the game and then buy loads of DLC afterwards, you just wait six months and buy the game with all the DLC on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Came out on the Wii U originally. I see. Um, and you have to get DLC with it. Uh, same with the 3DS. You have to buy DLC with that. But if you bought DLC for one, you got access to both. And then 
the newer version, which I'm not going to mention what console on, because I don't want to start another countdown. Um, it's it's just all thrown in, which makes it easier. Um, with an extra mode where you can find a fairy, feed it, and it learns skills. So like a familiar companion type. I feel like find thing. a fairy should be like a game Steady. that you play, a fairy, not furry, um, that you play <laughs> um, at like a Disney convention. You have to go find where Tinkerbell is, find a fairy. So See, that was so a that's, lot cleaner that, than you thought yeah, it was going yeah. to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to just call it Find Tinkerbell. I mean, that sounds worse. Let's be honest. Worse, that's worse than Find a Fairy. What, find what? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell is the name I give my... Anyway. Uh, He's all making it worse, not me. Give Tinkerbell a tinkle. Or at least a bell. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so On I will... that bombshell. The other game I've been playing... Uh, well, newer game I've been playing, older stuff, uh, is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black oh, Order, yes. which from all I can... I haven't played much of it because I've been going back and replaying when I've to level certain characters up. But from what I can tell, it's um, the game version of Avengers Endgame. You get told from the very beginning that Thanos is after the Infinity Stones, which is like the movie. Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, but isn't that the story in all of the Marvel things ever? No, Some just big just bad just guys after the big bad guy thing. Oh, essentially, yeah. yeah. Well, up to now it is, and it seems like you're trying to stop Thanos getting all the Infinity Stones. Also, can I point out that obviously Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, there's obviously been two weaker Ultimate Alliances. That no, not no, two previous. Ultimate. Yeah, well, obviously <laughs> they're not. They haven't been as good he's, at being he, an Ultimate I think, Alliance. I think. It, I think. Yeah, what he's saying yeah. is is the name uh, convention rather than actually three. saying that they were weaker. Uh, yeah. No, no, just about that. It's called the, Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, the previous alliance the was clearly not as alliance. ultimate. Yeah. yeah, it's not that he's saying that the ga- the previous games were bad. <laughs> I un- I understood what he was saying. You don't have to both explain it to me. Look, jokes- I have had a modicum amount of sleep despite the heat wave. Look, jokes are twelve times funnier when you explain them. Everybody knows that. What's he here for again? I don't know. Right. So I got it with the um, season pass bunny quotes, wherever the hell it yes. was, to get extra stuff when it comes out. I think as part of that you get Deadpool and there's Loki and a few others being announced. I haven't I haven't had much time with it, but you've got like the main story and then you've got like Infinity Rift type grid thing, mm-hmm. and they're challenges where when you start playing them, if you reach a certain threshold in a challenge and unlock either extra XP ability orbs, um, you can get different costumes as well. But they're locked how far you get through the game, and you've got a minimum player level before you can go into it. But the good thing about it is, in the first two Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, um, in the first game, you had teams. It didn't tell you about the teams, but they had certain buffs, and you could create your own team. In the second game, you had set teams where you get different buffs. In the third game, you've got a list where when you go to create a team, you can you can go to like a list, and it tells you possible teams that you can create depending on who you've unlocked so far, and you'll get buffs. The only problem I found is that in the game so far, I mean, the synergy attacks are awesome because if you start it or someone else, the AI does a synergy attack, you can push like A and join in out of nowhere, which is really cool mid-combat. But the only problem I found is that it doesn't tell you which characters have combo attacks with the others. You have to sort of find that out. And I had to jiggle around a bit to find a team that worked, which incidentally is um, Venom, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Man, and Black Widow as uh, web slingers. That works pretty well, despite the fact that, apart from Venom, they're all agility characters, so I'm flipping all over the place most of the time. But um, 
yeah, the, the, the humour's there, it's kind of good. I ain't got too far into it, but it's one of those that once I sit down at the beginning of the day, I'll just blitz it all the way through. There's two difficulties to begin with, like, there's like an easy mode, which is story mode, and then average, or medium, whatever it is, may get a bit of a challenge. And you can go back and do previous chapters, so you can level up and do challenges and fiddle about with your teams and lock stuff. There are things to find in the level as well, and all sorts of stuff. So I've heard it's very similar to uh, the first two games. Um, I know there's been a 10-year gap, just for mm. context, there's been a 10-year yeah. gap between number two and number three, but there's different developers as well, right? Like team Ninja Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different team of developers. Um, it's kind of, you can you can see that, just in the way that's presented. Obviously, like, graphical upgrades and story and what have you, but there's the same, if not more, humour in it. Right. Despite everything uh, that's going on. But it's it, it just seems to be, it's... It doesn't break the formula. So if you've played the first two and you're expecting massive improvements, expect it away. Because it's it's not going to happen. Um, despite the fact the first two were released on PS4 and Xbone as like um, backwards, well, re-released, HD re-released, so you can play them too. But if you've never played it before, it's it's refreshing because there's not many games like it. There's like, you got the Lego Marvel games, which is similar to it, if you have groups, but you're not... Ish, that's that's Lego, but it's if you've played the first two, it's not that much of a step up. It's fun, don't get me wrong, but it's not that much of a step up. It's just like updated graphics and more characters. Is um, it one of those where like the presentation of the game is similar to sort of like a Diablo feel? So like, like it's like isometric view with a bunch of characters, and you click to move them over there and attack and stuff like that. You, you've you've got it's it's kind of like an action RPG, but the you can freely move the camera. Okay. Um, it's meant to be played like co-op. The AI is pretty good when you're fighting in a team, but it's meant to be like either couch co-op or online co-op. Have you played much co-op yet? And- no, I haven't. Um, I was I was going to play some uh, co-op with Ike when he came around the other day, but we ended up playing Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> I'll just get a second pad. Let's kill stuff as Link. Yeah, but it's 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 pretty good. Um, I mean, I've only just started, so naturally I'm looking for all the costume unlocks. Yeah, and then not to like late game, so I want to try and get them and I'm going to fail miserably as I always do yeah the the, the, the cast of characters seems pretty small compared to the second game because you had quite a few on them but I haven't got to the part where you will you, I'm assuming at certain points you'll either have choices or actions that will mock characters like the first two and I haven't got to that part yet so I don't, wanna, don't know what that's like but every character is fully voiced apart from your team that you talk to so Nick Fury, Spider-Man, all the rest of it. That's how I know Venom. He agrees to help you on the um, the caveat that he can eat Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen. And the Spider-Man from the the movie that came out recently, the thingy one. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. So the Miles is in it. Yeah. And Venom wants to eat him as well. So he only agrees to help the good guys on the caveat he can eat the good guys. Okay. Which I think is the best way to go, to be yeah. honest. So you talked to us before recording the pod about there's a scene that is there's a joke in there that we're not sure is intentional or not. It's obviously probably been all over Twitter and Reddit and stuff, but we thought it was pretty funny. Um, Would you like me to say it? Yeah, yeah, let's elaborate so on that. So you, you, you start as, off yeah. you start off and you're playing as the Guardians of the Galaxy and you get shifted from wherever the hell you are to Earth, but you go into a rift prison system, which is um a prison system for supervillains. And something's going on, a lot of them are getting released, and you're you're trying to get through. And you get to a point where Nick Fury shows up with a crew. And Hulk's there. Now I'm playing as Gamora. Now Gamora's got green skin. 
Yes, Gamora she, is the green-skinned lady from Guardians of Galaxy. Guardians of Galaxy. I only bring that up because I'm yeah. pretty lax right. with all of the, the superhero the, the, movies. The tagline for her is the most dangerous woman in the universe. Fair enough. Like I said, the only reason I bring that up is because I'm pretty lax with the Marvel superhero oh. movies. I'm pretty lax with all the superhero movies because, oh. personal opinion, I got to Deadpool and went, yeah, yeah, exactly, and stopped because oh. Deadpool gets it right. But I, I only decided to play as her from the beginning because she's got a sword and I like swords. Um, and your your dialogue as a character isn't spoken, but whoever you speak to, they've got spoken dialogue. And I went up to Hulk and I thought, I wonder what Hulk has to say. And Hulk says, uh, why are we talking when we could be smashing? My instant reaction to that was, whoa, do you want to calm it back a bit? Yeah, dinner and a movie first, at least. <laughs> well, there we go. The joke that probably go. everyone's told, yeah. but there you go. Yes. Month-old internet meme. Whoop! <laughs> yes. You we heard it here last. We stay relevant here. As G said in the previous one, it's an older meme, sir, but it still checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, and again, tangentially here, but have you seen Taika Waititi's latest tweet? So, Taika Waititi, for those who don't know, is the guy who was the director of Thor Ragnarok, mm. and he played Korg in the Thor movies, and he's also very famous for What We Do in the Shadows, both the movie and the TV series. He directed the TV series more than singing. Bolder Paul, guy. Yeah, Bolder guy. Yeah. There you go. Uh, this guy's calling very, me a noob again. Very funny. Yeah, he's a very funny man, very funny comedian, and, and very funny guy. Like I said, he directed the best Thor. I should tell you like everything you see. He's got a movie coming out soon about a boy, um, and it's, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head now, but it's about a boy whose imaginary best friend is Hitler. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is that the one with Scarlett Johansson? Yes, it is. Yes. I know it's a comedy movie about. coming out. Anyway, he retweeted a tweet from the movie's official Twitter account that they've put out as part of advertising because the trailer's just come out and everything. Mm. And he goes, old meme but still checks out because it, what it is, they've done Hitler's downfall, the famous downfall meme, which is the scene from the film Downfall where Hitler, and the, the general meme is, if you're somehow not aware of it because it's 10 years old now, where they change the subtitles to mean something else, you know, whatever it is mm. that they're talking about. And Hitler gets angry, really angry. It's this old scene of the film. And they've changed it to... Yeah, Kill Joe Rabbit, that's the one. And um, it's the downfall scene of Change It, so it's like, we have bad news. There's a movie coming out that says uh, an imaginary Hitler, um, but it's made by a Polynesian Jew, because Taika Waititi is mm. a Polynesian Jew. Um, and then he starts getting angry and goes, oh, it's so, I'm so angry, uh, and then makes everyone leave. Uh, and, it get, and then the last lines are, right, it's okay, it's fine, we'll make our own movie that'll show me in a good light, <laughs> in a good light. Get me a director. Get me the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok. Such a good tweet and such a good... Because it was like old me, like still funny, even though it's a 10-year-old me. Uh, any other games, Scridge? No, well, nothing other than usual. I'm getting further on Borderlands 2 and Diablo 3, and I'm, I'm close to hitting level 80 on Borderlands 2. It's about it. Looking forward to Borderlands 3? Well, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands to play that. So, I'm not going into it, but I am going to have a lot, a lot of time on my hands to play that. But, yeah, I am looking forward to it. Um, I've seen some of the stuff I've been putting out for trailers and what have you. Like the Claptrap filming a documentary and yeah. Steve shooting everything, and then... The uh, I call it a cult dance video because that's what it is essentially. Pretty I really much. did like that. Was I did like that? That happy together one. Yeah, yeah that I was really did like I, that it one. It was quite an enjoyable yeah. trailer. 
And Steve on the bullet is just flying through the air. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Characterize! Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding everything to do with gameplay and I'm not bothering with the VIP club. I mean, I, I didn't... A, a, a guy that I work with at the moment, he he plays a lot of it and I, I play online on a weekend with him. And he was going on about the VIP club. If you do this and get points, you can get like a... A really awesome rocket launch that's really hard to find in the game, and I just turned to him and said, "I'll get it normally. Mm. I don't, I don't need it handed to me because I watched a trailer." Yeah. No thanks, I'd rather fight for it. I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> Probably has a very silly name as most Borderlands. Nova, Nova something. Yeah. yeah, Nova Cannon or something like that. Fair. It's some some sort of rocket launcher where <laughs> if you fire it, things just disintegrate. So nothing else, just those, I guess. Pretty much, um, just. If you excuse the saying, same different day, essentially. Just grinding most of the time. I'm grinding on games. Okay. Watching stuff on YouTube, grinding. It's Stop, that... go to work, come home, play till four o'clock in the morning, go to sleep. It's that sort of summer lull period, isn't it, really, where yeah. it's uh, not a lot of releases because of what and the hot weather and everything. Well, in the long run, it's saving me money because I'm not spending. Yeah, yeah, there is that. There is and, that. Until yeah. September comes around exactly. and then I'm skint again. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. you save the money now <laughs> from not buying the games. But you do perhaps go and see the movies, I guess, and then September happens, all the games come out, and you spend the money that you were saving. <laughs> so it's a vicious yeah. cycle. Who, who who needs daft stuff like food and you know water and as long as you've got electricity and rent? I don't care. It's hey. a circle of the game release schedule. Do do. That was me pressing the buzzer like they do on. Pop's got talent. Popularity contest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah, exactly. But if you're pressing the buzzer, if it's the golden one, that's a good thing because that means I get to. Yeah, the golden one doesn't go. Eh. Yeah, I was ah. going to say, does the golden buzzer go? I noticed something which you didn't, and I'm glad I did because he thought he got away with it. That's the surprise Waluigi button. It is. <laughs> I heard that. Waluigi time. <laughs> you didn't, I did. <laughs> so there you are, surprise Waluigi. <laughs> Wal- Waluigi, you heard me. Surprise, Waluigi. Waluigi strikes again. That's a, that's an episode title. <laughs> You're never safe from a surprise, Waluigi. <laughs> surprise, just, Waluigi, coming to cinemas. Just, just while we're on the subject. Surprise, Waluigi, the movie, yes! Oh, God. That is an idea that the arcade attack news won't have yet. <laughs> so, while we're on the subject of Waluigi, I was watching, I don't know if it was last year's or the year before, but I'm, I'm a big fan of watching... Um, Summer Games and Awesome Games Done Quick yes. charity event. And one of them that they were doing was um, they were playing Paper Mario behind Thousand, uh, Thousand Year Door. And one of the things you can do on that is you can buy costumes. So you can dress up as different people. And all the way through the game, they were having a donation incentive where you could either dress as Wario or Waluigi. And people were trying the best to get Waluigi. It was only going on for like five seconds. Then it was back to Wario. And um, when you when you put a donation forward, you, they can read a comment. And um, someone put here's a here's a poet a poem for you. Roses are red, violets are blue. I hate Luigi. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much a Waluigi poem on a, a similar uh, skew. There, they're doing speedrunning for the first time at EGX this year. Cool. Um, so yeah, EGX in October at the London Excel, going back to London, um, after a few years in, at the Birmingham NEC. Uh, yeah, that's that's going to be the UKSM, UK Speed Running Marathon, uh, are going to be there at EGX, running all four days. Yeah, uh, it's, they've already got the schedule uh, online, mm. and that's at egx.net. Um, there's a schedule for both the show, and uh, they should be able to find the speedrunning schedule there as well. So that's going to be quite cool. 
Betsky's running uh, the first run of the of the thing. She's on the schedule as the first run. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider 1. Mind you, she's got quite an affinity for that game. Yeah. Well, she's, <laughs> she's, doing, she's, she's pretty good. And she's doing Tomb Raider Legend on Saturday. So is, is that the one where you just backflip everywhere? Out of pretty much, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just all backflipping. Tomb Raider foot. Tomb Raider leg end. Tomb Raider's leg end. I will see myself out. Okay, uh, it's been a light... One week since you looked at me. <laughs> Sorry. Put your head to the side and said, I'm angry. <laughs> it's been a light week of... A light week? A light month? Of, of, of games for me, in that it's been mostly Resident Evil. Which one? Well, so Squidgy and I, and a friend of the show, Ike, who likes to be off of the air. So he's, he's quoted for saying... Indeed. So, you know. His famous quote, yes, I remember that one well. I also remember the, the time that he said... And that was just profound, you yeah, know. Yeah, good times, man, good times. Uh, good times, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, no full well, he's not going to listen to this. Exactly. But if he does, he's going to uh, blow his mind. And that time when he said... And he had his rolling... <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Oh, I God, mean, if anything, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a bit too oh. close to the knuckle, but it was funny. Well, you know, you got to, sometimes he has to push the boundaries a little bit, doesn't he? Sometimes. Like, okay, he regularly pushes the boundaries. So almost like that time, you know, when we was all together, um, you know, uh, and we are just going to order something from Nando's, and he just, in the middle of the table, he just stood up at the middle of the table and just said, Yeah, I remember that yeah, one. Well, yeah. Didn't it? He just, just, yeah. he just I mean, nailed you, it. He just I mean, you, it. you ruined it by almost flashing everyone. Well, yeah. you almost got us kicked out. The waitress I mean, didn't like it. How else can you follow up that quote? Exactly. You know, right? you, have you to should do never try and upstage him. It just doesn't work. It didn't work. Yeah, so yeah, I learned my lesson that time. It was fine. Try and downstage so. him. You're stealthy. Uh, he he he, de- he definitely managed to put me in my place when he said. Yeah, that was a good one. That yeah, was. yeah, that was good times. Good times. <laughs> So the games oh, I've yeah, been playing, yeah. right? Uh, um, essentially, the first one is Scridgy, Ike, and myself have been playing Resident Evil Two: The Board Game, which is well, it's been bloody brilliant. You know, I, it takes a while to set up each stage. It takes about maybe ten, fifteen, sometimes well, twenty well, minutes. Once to set you set up, up the first time, it's easier, isn't it? Yeah, Everything's exactly. So what I'm thinking is, um, if we do end up with the plan of either, because I would love, I've got. Um, so let me just dial back that a second just to finish off a few of those sentences. <laughs> so, um, yes. So one of the things that I would love to do if we can get around to doing it is maybe streaming a, a, a version of like us playing that A level. Um, maybe the two of us and B or the two of us and, uh, Chief or the two of us and B and Chief, um, with icon standby to help sort of set it up. Uh, obviously, he would be. We, we would all be off camera. Essentially, the camera would be pointing down at the 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 board. I have a C920 Logitech camera now, which is the one that all of the streamers use because it is blooming brilliant. And it keeps coming down in price. It was literally exactly. on Amazon sale two days ago. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I got it. <laughs> no one told me. Well, I mean, what you don't want to be on camera, do you? Don't mean I don't want the camera. Oh, fair enough. But I bought a camera and a tripod, um, so I have. The equipment to sort of set up and point it out the board, which is pretty cool. Um, we just need a space and some time to do it, and some way of figuring it all out. Um, and participants and food. Yeah, and, and what I would love to do is maybe stream that, maybe figure out if we can. We might not be able to, but it is loads of fun. Maybe not so much when setting up, but setting up each of the levels is, I can appreciate, it takes a while because it's kind of, it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons meets 
mousetrap. Not in the it's mousetrap game rules, but that setting it up takes a long while. And whilst you're setting it up, maybe you need to be discussing the characters. And yeah, and you don't want to trigger Mr. Types. X like I bloody did. Exactly right. Or, or you just be like I do and just take take down all of the enemies with a knife. Just because you stabbed a boss and took one HP off That's and killed right. it. Which one of the formations of G did I take down with the knife? It's, um, I think it's the first formation of G from the B game, you know, where he has the pipe. Mm-hmm. When you fight him in the, the sewer. Yeah, yeah. That was an added extra because I've got everything. So normally we wouldn't have done that boss battle. Yeah. So I'll point out, obviously, it wasn't just me taking on that boss. It was me, you and Ike, and you and Ike were shooting it a lot. But I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take it down with a knife. So No, the phrase you, you used is, I'm going to stab a bitch. No, 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 no. You have to pronounce it right. I'm going to stab a bitch. There we go. That's it, yeah. You um, stabbed it twice and then said, I'm retiring from gaming. I'm the king because I killed it. I killed it with a knife. And you wondered why I was so worked up because I was playing as a character who was meant to be away from everyone. Yes. And could barely use any weaponry. That's why I was trying to strategize. That's it. So if the, I was playing as Claire, I'd dodge everything and just stab him in the face. So the character, so to give you a little bit of uh, background there, be the character that Scrooge was playing as, Annette Birkin, has all of these skills that allow you to sort of dodge really well, but you have to be in a room with no other playable characters for those skills to be active, because in the game... Right, yeah, because you always see her... Yeah, she's, you see her very So I was, I was in a boss room with two other people, and dodging was going to be a lot harder, and the other skills I had wouldn't work. So I was essentially trying to end it as quick as possible and stay as far away from it as possible. So while he was trying to stab the boss in the ass, mm. and it worked, I'll give him that. But yes, um, other than when I've been around here playing the Resident Evil 2 board game, which is a lot of fun, um, I have been playing Resident Evil Revelations 2 because it is so much fun. Like, the main storyline, I've got it covered it in the past. So I'm playing it on a Linux machine because Steam is amazing. They've got this thing called Proton. allows you to play Windows games on a non-Windows machine, which is... Fantastic. The boffins over at, at, uh, at Steam are just blooming brilliant at what they're doing. So uh, for the longest time, I haven't been able to play these AAA titles without having to boot into Windows, either on my machine, which means installing a new operating system, waiting several years for all the updates to install, <laughs> or to use my work hardware to play video games on. I don't want to install video games on the work hardware because it's work hardware. You know, it's not because I'm a freelance contract developer in real in real life and I don't want to have the games on there because it doesn't look so professional and there's always the temptation to play them and all that kind of stuff so I'm not going to do that so yeah I've been playing them on my Linux machine Resident Evil Revelations 2 problem is that because it's um, a Windows game playing on Linux and the FMVs are encoded in Windows Media Player format and I don't have Windows Media Player on there because it's a Windows app as from the title I don't see the bits of story that happen between each yeah, stage I hear them, but I don't see them. I can. I think. I think I've brought this up before. I can fix that by, you know, one line command line thing. But I just can't be bothered. Just install something. But I just can't be bothered. Uh, but other than that, yeah. So I haven't been playing really the story mode. I've sort of held off playing the story mode. I'm relatively good at it. I'm not great at it, but there you go. So I've been playing raid mode, which Squidge has talked about loads in the past, and it is loads of fun. They are short, maybe five to ten minute levels where. You're thrown into like a battle arena type thing where enemies will spawn and you have to kill them. It is literally just a shooty, shooty, bang, bang, shoot all the bad guys thing. Um, but it throws in challenges like certain bad guys, if they get too close to you, 
Um, they can kill you within 30 seconds just by being in your proximity. Some of them are invisible and they only become visible once you find them and shoot them. There's tips on how to find them and stuff. The game will literally tell you where they are uh, as long as you're looking for it. They sort of telegraph it. But yeah, that's been loads of fun. I've managed to unlock a whole bunch of characters and playing back through it. Playing it with Squidge, I thought you were going to bring it up on your list of games you'd be playing, but you obviously didn't, so that's not a problem. And yeah, so under Squidge's excellent tutelage, I've gotten pretty far with one of the characters. Barry Mother Button is now at level 50. Button? Is... <laughs> does, it, does it age backwards? That's it. <laughs> yeah, Barry yeah. Button, brother of Benjamin. No, 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 he ages backwards. Ah, right. That's it, yeah. The master of unlocking himself. No, no, you see, you're looking at me like that, right? Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm more concerned about the backwards bit. I'm trying to... Th- is it just his that ages backwards? And if so, what? I mean, Barry, Be- Barry mother Burton does have an that doesn't quit, let's face it. I mean, well. I mean, there's a reason why the camera is placed over his, over his shoulder in this game. Because if you end up true. looking at his backside, you end up getting distracted. Anyway, right, so... I mean, I reason- did when he was, he was playing as Barry, I was running behind him, I'll be honest. So the reason I did the Master of Unlocking thing is because there's a brilliant part in the storyline where you have to basically destroy this huge gate the huge wooden gate and the way you do that is you smash it with a crane full of logs and when he breaks down the the gate he says who's the master of unlocking now huh which is pretty cool nice little reference to the very first game where he says jill here's a lock pick it might be handy if you the master of unlocking take it with you i like the fact you're talking about this to two guys who fought over completionist medals I'm, and I always beat him, even when I deleted my save file, started again, and then proceeded to beat him in three days. For the benefit of the audience, it's fine. Yeah, all, all of the listener. Right, Joe? Yeah, Joe. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. That was a Jaffa cake. You should have him by now, shouldn't you? That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, for the <laughs> other listeners, um, Unaffiliated Jay-Z is part of a podcast called Coding Blocks that I listen to because they do development-related stuff, and it's a brilliant podcast. If you are a computer programmer, developer, coder, whatever word you choose to use to describe the job you do, because they're all interchangeable, and depending on who you talk to, you use different words. If you are doing that and you take your job seriously, check out Coding Blocks. Anyway, we've had Jay-Z on the podcast before. We called him the Unaffiliated Jay-Z because he's unaffiliated to the real Jay-Z, I guess. I don't know. There was a reason for it, and you came up with a reasoning behind it, didn't you, Switch? I can't even remember it now. There it's just go. the unaffiliated Jay-Z. Well, go, if Jay-Z. you're having card problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a block ain't one. That is Jay-Z. Yeah, well done, well done me for not realising. Yeah, we, we should send that as a snippet to the coding block so they can put it at the beginning of an episode. Yes! And yes. hopefully the will. We totally we really got to try. We it. totally should. Anyway, yes, I want residuals for that, please. You should definitely. <laughs> you're not to getting residuals. Show. Damn it! You're getting fed, but you're not getting residuals. Uh, when he was on the show, we talked about Jaffa cakes, and obviously, because coding blocks are based in America, and Americans don't get Jaffa cakes, we sent them a but like a, hun- a box of 100 Jaffa cakes in the post with a whole bunch of lollies and stuff, and a little letter that says, "Hey guys, enjoy, enjoy the lollies." Yeah, yeah. Don't enjoy the Jaffa cakes. Enjoy the lollies. That's 29 seconds worth of Jaffa cakes. In my hands. Or less. You were lightweight. Yes. 29 seconds. For 100 Jaffa cakes, yeah. Yeah, lightweight. Well. So, uh, yes. I'm watching my figure. I'll watch your figure as well. Actually, no one. Watching it roll out the door. That's it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Seeing more meat and a butcher's pencil than you. Yeah. Moving swiftly on. (laughs) So. (laughs) Squeaking while moving. So, now that we've got that bit out of the way. So we've talked with uh, G in the past, in the previous episodes. Hashtag don't call me Audrey. That's it. Hashtag aka don't call me Audrey. Or aka hashtag don't call me Audrey. Make up your mind. All of those things. Um, so what we've talked about, we've recently brought this on, is the cupboard of shame. 
So we've talked about the Cupboard of Shame previously, and we said that essentially it's any game that you are ashamed of having bought in the past, or a game that you are bought and thought would be terrible but actually turned out to be loads of fun so it could be a really stupid game an example of that i guess would be lollipop chainsaw which is one that you brought up before which is loads of fun uh, it's just a stupid game that you can play an example of the former the i really regret buying this because what was i thinking would be dead or alive extreme beach volleyball um, regret yeah well yeah of course i did yeah so spent many many nights regretting that one didn't you yeah. i'm saying nothing coming from the guy <laughs> that played poker on it for me because I'm c*** at poker. Well, I have to play poker. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's why I passed yeah, you the pad. True, true. You're the one that played it for hours. I wouldn't have said hours, but yeah. anyway. Felt yes. like it. Fair. So, on on that uh, subject, I guess, B, I was wondering, have you got anything that you would like to put into the, the Cup of Shame? You don't have to put something in, but I'm just thinking if there is anything, you're quite welcome. This is a safe space to talk about a game, maybe, because obviously part of your career has been sort of reviewing them and talking about the games that are coming out. I thought maybe, maybe there's something that you thought that you maybe went into going, this is going to be terrible because the series is terrible or because... The target audience is obviously not me, or maybe I can. I'm looking at it. I know this is going to be terrible, and then you sit down and you play it. And it's loads of fun, or maybe you've been forced to play something like Extreme Beach Volleyball when Squidge needed help with the poker bit. You know, what, what is is there anything to put into the cupboard of shame? Um, you got to say it like you're at an AA meeting. There. Well, <laughs> hey, my name's the B, and uh, I once purchased that kind of thing. No, well, <laughs> it'd be pretty cool if you did. Everyone go. <gasps> um, just trying to think. Did I talk about before? I want to check. So there's, there's one. I do kind of have a, a thing of, but I won't say I'm ashamed of it. Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You, Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectral Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleansing music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Gay. See the show notes for more details. Fantastic. <laughs> I aim to please. That's why I miss all the time.